Nothing, nothing. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing? Welcome to Yeah with your yeah, boy yeah. D Drizzle and C Monty. What's good? We got special guests today, BJ Express, Woo! and our lovely female guest, K Rut. Alright, so we're coming at you live for all our all our freshman boys out there, and today we're gonna talk to you about <gasps> AIR. Now, mm. what does AIR stand for? AIR stands for agency. Initiative and relationships. So, without further ado, let's get to it. All right, all right. Our first stop on the uh, air train is the A, and we're going to take it over to a special guest, D Drizzle. Mm. D, what is A agency? What is that? Agency. Well, you know, agency is just this idea of I have the ability to enact change, like what I am capable of, what I can do. The fact that I may be, you know, a small fish in a big pond, but at the same time, I influence my surroundings. You know what I mean? For sure. I understand that. Would uh, either of you like to chime in on that? Yeah, I think it's a critical idea. I think, especially in a landscape where social media takes up so much of our attention, you have so much access to the thoughts and opinions of others that I think it can be really easy to start to devalue your own thought opinion or contribution in that process mm -hmm. and so I think that's part of the work of uh, student development in higher ed right is to create that space where students can feel like oh I do have a voice here and my voice does make a difference even if it's not on a global scale this idea of like I can't change the world but you can change your world which is a corny thing to say but I think has a lot of truth there and for us I think part of that is being intentional to design experiences where people can get some early success in that and see that that is true because I think that snowballs over time. Mm. That's right. That's right. From A over to I, we're talking about initiative now. So BJ Express, tell us about initiative. Yeah, I mean, I think initiative, I think it's right there in the word. So if you kind of sound it out, you've got initiative. I think the middle part of that is, in fact, shit. <laughs> and uh, it's really about getting shit done. <laughs> and so one of the things that I'd want to impart to a college freshman is just you have this sea of opportunities ready to open up to you at the university and in other walks of life that just depend on doing well in a certain, like you need to set yourself up well. So right at the end of your freshman year, maybe you want to apply to be an RA mm. or a floor leader, you want to be in a Greek club, yeah. mm -hmm. try out for an athletic team, but oh, your GPA is a 1.7, none of that's an option. So as much as this first year is historically and like culturally about figuring yourself out and having a good time, you also need to do that in a responsible way so that all of these other opportunities are still available to you when that time comes. And so I think apathy can come into play there as well. And uh, see, Monty, I know you've got some thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think a big part of initiative is is fighting apathy and, and some of the dangers that that can bring. Uh, especially in today's world, I think males uh, kind of gravitate towards that because it seems to be the cool thing to do. Uh, and I think that it's really important for guys to kind of take initiative find things that they're passionate about and and pursue that uh, and just kind of in doing so fight that apathetic feeling uh, to where you feel like you just don't engage I think guys need to find that what they're passionate about and be be okay with standing it up for what they believe in even if it makes them look dumb sometimes that's good that's good yeah and guys I actually have a thought on this too so being a girl and from the outside looking in I think it's really important for guys to know that the things that they bring to the table, creativity, ideas, 
funk, fun, whatever. Like, that's valued and it's needed. And I think sometimes it seems like you can't show too much of that or you can't do too much of that because Mm. of how it may look to other people, whether that's other guys or maybe the girl you're trying to impress or whatever. But really, like, if you aren't contributing to society, to the people around you with the gifts that you have, Mm. then everyone else is not going to benefit. And everyone else is not going to be better because of that. So I think just taking a second to stop and think, okay, if I choose not to engage, what is really going to happen? And is that going to end up hurting the people around me or the relationships around me or the opportunities around me? Because I feel like I need to save face or I'm scared of like what putting myself out there is really going to look like. That's a great point. Good. That's good. Good stuff. All right, guys, and for our last segment, we've moved through agency, initiative, and now the one you've all been waiting for, relationships. Mm. So, to kick that off, we're going to talk about romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. It sounds like the thing that we all want. We all come to college and we think, I'm just going to find that one person, Mm -hmm. you know? But that should just be a nice little fancy byproduct of your college experience. Don't come to college looking to find that person and hunting around like it's some play field. Mm. And if you're a guy at Lee, statistically, you can actually find two of those people <laughs> so long as they live far apart enough from each other on campus. Two reasons. You have an idea friend. of your class schedule. So Come on. Just take your time with your options there. <laughs> no, I like, I like what you're saying, though. Um, and, yeah, definitely, like, relationships being romantic, being a big part. But then there's also, like, especially when you get to college and and for our listeners most of you being freshman males like you know this is the first time you're living in like with a group of the boys like talk about like dorm life being for the boys like there's so much opportunity Mm. to connect with guys that you may have never ever like lived in such close proximity to um such an opportunity to get to know someone who's different from you but also find those things that are the same and learn from one another uh, there's power in community. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, a three-strand cord can't be severed. That's right. Like, let's talk about how there's so many influential friendships in the Bible. And, you know, freshman year of college, like, such an awesome opportunity to start building those lifelong friendships. Preach. And sometimes one of the first times in your life when you've actually had the chance to truly choose the people that you spend your time with. It's not just who happens to be in your class or mm-hmm. lives in your city or goes to your church. And friends really are the family you choose. Mm. Mm. Say that again for the people in the friends back. Friends are the family you choose. Well, mm. amen. Which I think brings us to our last uh, type of relationship on campus, which you know about, and that's kind of the mentoring relationship. So, uh, see, Monty. Right, absolutely. I, I completely think that this is a type of relationship that... Uh, Young men don't always seek, uh, but they always need. Mm. Uh, and I think that uh, a mentorship role in everybody's life can only benefit them. And so for guys to reach out to professors, uh, whether they get turned down or not, that's okay. But to seek uh, advice and seek counsel from somebody who's, who's been down that road, I think you have a lot to learn from a relationship such as that. Come on. Find your Obi-Wan, guys. Mm. Find your Obi-Wan. All right, all right, we're on our way out, uh, but before we leave, we've got a special topic to talk about. 
the best bathrooms on campus. Guys, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? We're going to throw it over to BJ Express. Oh, man, for me, it's uh, it's downstairs in the admin building. It's close to where I work. That gives it an advantage, but it's also ideal because where the toilet paper holder is and where the counter is, both are uh, eligible landing locations for your cell phone in between taking care of business. Mm. That's a great That's choice. Good. Great choice. D Drizzle? Oh, I'm going to have to say the first floor of the SMC, the very first floor. So you go over there, it's got... It's got the ambiance, it's got lights that one light can turn on, one light can turn off if you need like special lighting for when you're dropping a deuce, I don't know. Mm. Um, and then, you know, it's just, got, it's just got that right feeling, a sense of comfort, a sense of peace, sense that everything's going to turn out okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm, got it. Okay, Rut, what you got for us? Yeah, so I like to head down to the chapel, that bottom floor. The bathrooms are still new, they're nice, mm. they look good, they smell good, no one's ever there. And you can always just feel a sense of peace and calm while you're in the presence of Jesus going to the bathroom. That's good. If you experience mm. splashback, is that then holy water? Oh, You know, good I question. think that that is a good question for the saints, one I'm not going to tackle right this minute. But mm. Put a pen. Yep. You'll have to tune in next week on... Yeah, 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 <laughs> podcast. It has been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Yeah, boys.